All the thoughts and ideas you hear on this show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We are just two guys hanging out talking about food. Enjoy the show. Good evening, or I suppose it might not be evening what time you're listening to this, but uh, hey everyone. This is Tasty 219 Season 3, Episode Number 4. My name is Larry, and I am here, as always, with Gregory. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, Lawrence. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> so, this is an exciting episode. We're going to have two episodes in a row with guests on. Yes. Uh, who do we have with us? My parents! Yay! <laughs> we talk about them, at least your mom, every episode. So, and actually they were with us on an episode with their notes before true, when we went true. to the Athenian Greek cuisine, but they're going to be with us live on our ta- uh, recording. Um, and tonight our episode is based on Eska Kitchen and Company at 221, excuse me, 22 Washington <laughs> Street in Valparaiso. Cool. But first, as always, we pre-podcast at a local brewery, and where'd we go this week? Blockhead. Blockhead. Blockhead is in Valpo. Um, It's under the same umbrella of the company that I work for, because I said that last week, like where it is, so you all know that now. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's one of our places, and the, the food is awesome, the beer is awesome. Blockhead's a very cool place. Yeah. So... I have a blood orange wheat, which I've had before. Yes. And it's very tasty. Yeah. So, and I'm the only one that has this one. So I'm going to pour it and try it. Sure. Well, I'm going to open this. But I know I've had it before and it's a really good uh, wheat beer. Cool. Uh, The very orangey. The the art on the cans is done by my friend Dana Mm -hmm. and she's awesome. So, yeah, that's that's something, I guess. Anyway, what do you think about it? Like, I love besides, it. Besides the, it's orangey. What do you it, get out of well, it? Well, it tastes just like it looks. It's a wheat beer, and it's got orange flavoring in it. Really good. Cool. Really good. All right. Uh, the rest of us have a half-day friend hazy IPA. I've never had this. I'm assuming it tastes like every other hazy IPA, because that's what hazy IPAs do. But I'll take a drink and see. We have one person shaking their head that they liked it. <laughs> I like it. It's wonderful. I like it. Yeah. It's uh, it's more bitter than a normal hazy IPA, but I do but like it, it. It seems like it's more filtered. It is more filtered. Oh, I, I couldn't yeah, tell you. It it, it's, it's more of a standard IPA instead of a hazy IPA due to yeah. the clarity of it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that would make sense why it would be called a hazy then. Like, because a hazy <laughs> beer has a cloudiness to it, but... Whatever, <laughs> whatever. It's a it's a milder hazy IPA. It's it's like I said, it's more of a standard IPA. Sure. Uh, with the different types of hops that's in it. Yeah, maybe that's why the name is Half Day. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but Couldn't yes, I'm I'm enjoying my my blood orange wheat. Cool, that's good. Do you have anything specific that you like about it, Mom? Nothing specific. Okay. I like the graphics on the can. Shout out Dana. I like the uh, shark bite out of the surfboard. <laughs> yeah, and there's, cool. there's a pizza. There's a a roll of toilet paper and some boxing gloves and a sinking boat and dynamite. What the hell's going on here? A tractor. 
uh, roller skates, a broken pencil, a couple sticks of dynamite, <laughs> 3D glasses, yeah, this sinking boat, some crutches, some a broken skateboard, pillows, an oil kinda, can, and a ranch. Kind of reminds me of the 450 North beer cans that you drink. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that with yeah. all the weird little yeah. emblems yeah. and stuff on it. But yeah. what the? I there's got to be something I'm missing. Just these have to tie together in one way or another. And but who is the artist of the pillows? Um, Dana. It's uh, Darren's wife, Dana. She's super cool. Big Shout out, of... Dana. Nice work. Mm-hmm. Did you see the broken egg? I did. I don't. In the I don't... boxing gloves? I don't know how this all ties together. I don't understand. I'll ask her about it. Anyway, so what's next? Talk about dinner? Yeah, a, a little bit first. Um, we want to talk about uh, the new merch that dropped on our uh, web store. Sure. Um, the company that's hosting that is offering three different specials this month. I think the first one's going to be over by the time this airs, and there's going to be two more. One is going to be a one-day 22% off sale, and then there's going to be a time frame where you get free shipping. So look for those specials on our web store. Cool. So then we go into the main part of our show, and like I said, we went to Eska Kitchen and Company. Uh, this is a place that's been on my radar for quite a while. As uh, you, you know, we both love Sage. We've talked about Sage in the past. Uh, I love Sage. One I of our favorite so restaurants. Much. Yes. Plus, your mom, Wendy, decided that this is where she would like to go. So that's where we went. It's owned by Ryan Hasemovich. I hope I said that name right. And uh, a partner is Chef Joe, who owns Sage. Yeah. And he also owns Batista's in Crown Point. We went to Batista's in Crown Point for me and Leroy's birthday one year, and we sat right outside by the wood fire grill, and Chef Joe made our pizzas and bullshit with us all night. And he was cool, man. It I like that guy. It was a most excellent experience. Yes. You got to, it's kind of like going to Ricochet Tacos. You didn't have to get everything at once. He made us pizzas as we ordered them, and we just sat there and just ate pizza all And night. what was great is we were sitting outside right by the pizza oven. Right by it, like feet. And he just brought out some of the dough for the pizza crust and just cooked it in the oven. So it was almost like a, 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 a ba- not really a baguette or, 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 uh, or uh, uh, breadsticks, like bread but it was kind of like a breadstick, but with a pizza dough, and it was fabulous. It was yeah. really good. That was cool. That was a super fun time. Yeah. I'd like it, to do that again. It was a really fun time, <laughs> as was going to Athenian Greek Cuisine and now Eska Kitchen with you guys. It was a very good time. Oh, I should have wore those earrings. <laughs> <laughs> this is just audio. No one would have saw. <laughs> to dinner. Oh, I should have wore the dinner, oh, the oh. earrings to dinner. Fair enough. Fair enough. You got the joke, Greg. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely, absolutely did not. <laughs> the Eska- what's the wait, What's the joke? Remember the lady at Athenian Greek cuisine went up oh, and touched her earrings. Oh, oh yeah, that was nuts, man. I remember that. Okay, I remember Apparently, that. you don't remember. No, like she was real. She's real handsy and weird. I remember her. <laughs> so the hours for Eska Kitchen they are closed Sunday and Monday. They're open Tuesday and Wednesday from eleven to eight. Thursday, 11 to 8.30, Friday and Saturday from 11 to 9. And they have different menus for both lunch and dinner. 
So we open up the show with our first impressions, and I'll start on our right with your mom. When you just want to go this way around every category, just like in a circle? Okay, then we'll go to our left to Leroy. Well, wait, no, we can still start there (laughs) and just work in a circle. Okay. Okay. Sorry. My first impression was it was very warm and inviting, very cozy, um, very romantic. I think it would have been great for a date night. Yes, absolutely. But yes. I hung out with yeah. you three guys. It was <laughs> still pretty cool. Um, I love the exposed brick wall that was behind mm-hmm. Larry mm-hmm. and Greg. And then there was this really, um, it was like a honeycomb tile. Sure. That was mm-hmm. behind Leroy and I on the wall. Um, I loved the lighting that was over the table. Yes. Like a rattan lotus looking. Yes. Yeah, yes. kind of like a lotus flower. I loved type, it. Uh, um, I got a, a big, like, you know, restoration hardware, like the furniture yeah. store? Yeah. Like a, that type of vibe from this place. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, reclaimed looking wood and stuff, and it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No metal. It was all wood. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know if how you, know, you don't like, like I'm wood super metal. burnt out on, like, barn wood and galvanized sheet metal <laughs> at every restaurant I go to. Right. Constantly. Didn't they had they had old wood, but I think it was like actual old wood. Right. Which I was agree, cool. I agree with you. It had some it salt had to it. Like an antique feel mm-hmm. almost to it. Yeah. yeah what so about you? I like that the front opened out to that patio sidewalk area. Um I also like the light fixtures, but I I like the like the warm yellow glow of the lights. It was it, not. It had like it had the old like Edison, Edison type lighting in it. That it has you can that, get that big bright that, yellow yeah. coil inside. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, which Edison bulbs are another kind of like played out aesthetic, really, because they're everywhere. Yeah, but they're everywhere for a reason because they look cool yeah. and it's it, it's an easy way to make something look fancy. I get it. Yeah, but I, I like that. Like like uh, Wendy said, the ambiance it kind of lend itself that would be a good date night place mm-hmm. to go. Definitely. Um, when we sat down, they brought us those hunks of crusty bread on that board with the olive oil and hummus. And then um, we had the water brought to us at the same time in that um, large glass bottle with that blue cap. They were um, pretty. Yeah. Um, the only little negative for me on the impression was the music was a bit loud and raucous at the beginning, almost like I was going to one of your concerts back in the day. It wasn't really close to being that loud. Well, it, it was <laughs> no. for me. It was, it was, it, it was, was for me. Loud. And then as the night went on, it almost got where it went into a jazzy type feel at the end. Almost like a blues and a jazz. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the music more oh, at the end. I did too. And, and like Wendy said, it filled up, so maybe it muffled some of that noise. But other than that, that's all that I have on first impressions. Cool. What do you got? <clears throat> I I agree. It was uh, very warm and inviting. Um, counting the tables and chairs, seats about 32, 34 people inside. Then there was like three tables outside that would seat, you know, two each. So, you know, another six for outside. Um, but it was very, very cozy. And I agree with everybody else that it would be a great date night. Um, the brick, the brick uh, showing on the wall was really nice. It was clean. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like patchwork and broken and stuff where you see in some places where they try to make it look uh, antique or old. Um, but it, it was really clean. 
It was very. It looked antique because, but it was like authentic, but yes. and it wasn't like it wasn't made right to look antique. It, it wasn't was made just, to look antique, but it really wasn't super deteriorated either. No, it was in solid shape. Mine are pretty much the same. Really cool vibe inside. Looks nice. Um, it's classy to a level, and it's has like like a a modern Art Deco type of vibe inside. I, I really, really liked it. And their branding, like on their menu and their sign, is gorgeous. I love it. I love the outside signage on that. It's on the so pretty. Store. It's so classic looking. It looks so good. I did like the location of our table and that we were near. Um, near the opening for outside for the Yeah, patio. so we yes. had some nice, cool, fresh air. Yeah, it, yes. w- it was a nice location yeah. for sure. Then we move on to server and service. And I guess this is my time to go first. Um, we were lucky enough that we were greeted and served by the owner, Ryan himself. And like I said, he brought everything to our table and he was training a young lady tonight. And both of them treated us wonderfully throughout the whole night. Her name was Sabrina. Sabrina. The teenage witch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And we didn't have any plate piling up or. They got plates and dishes out of there. Yeah, the food unreasonably came out. fast. It was awesome. Yeah, the food came out at appropriate times. We hardly ever waited for anything. I was um, all in all very happy. Good, Leroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't have anything to add to that about the server. And ser- I mean, the service was fabulous. Like what Greg said, um, they brought everything out quickly, and once they saw we were finished, they would come over and clear everything away that we needed and then bring the next course or the next drinks. We had a few different weight people come and clear off plates yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. throughout the evening. Yeah, you kind, of, you kind of nailed it with everything. They were just great all around. Okay. And that dude super friendly, really informative. Very cool. informative. Very talking informative. about the different beers, talking about the different plates on mm. some of the different ingredients and everything that yeah. he uh, uses. If cool. we didn't know he was the owner, we never you would have tell. I just would have assumed he was a really good server. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There was no I would have assumed he was like a manager. Sure. For the there was no arrogance. There was no, you know, pompous. There was nothing. It was right. just truly friendly, like welcome to my business attitude. <laughs> and he was put together like in a it it wasn't fancy. It was still pretty casual, but it was still chic. It was very appropriate. Yeah, everyone was like that. It was upscale too. casual as yeah, far absolutely. as a tie. I mean, he had a nice, nice shirt, but not you know nothing with a tie or a suit or anything like that. But it was nice slacks, nice casual shirt, and that type of dress like you would go out to. Yeah, you know, a nice restaurant, you know, a decent restaurant up in Chicago or somewhere sure. else. Did you notice their shoe game? They all wore. He was wearing some, uh, I think Nike Free Fives, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Um, I noticed that. I did on everybody. I noticed everybody's shoes. Well, I saw it, and I'm like, Larry's going to mention this because he notices everyone's shoes. I love shoes. (laughs) And then we move on to the drinks, and I guess Leroy can start this one, right? Sure. All right. I had a Untitled Art, which is out of uh, Wisconsin. I had one of the hazy IPAs. Had a couple different. Types of hops that I haven't heard of before. Uh, As I'm a home brewer, I really like to try different beers. And 
it really was a hazy IPA versus what we're drinking right now. Sure. Um, it really had a bite to it, had a, had a strong hop aroma to them. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was one of the better, better ones that I've had from Untitled Art. I've had a few different ones. Very cool. Um, I also had an Untitled Art. I had a, a kiwi, coconut, mango smoothie seltzer. Untitled Art is really big for making smoothie seltzers. I don't, I don't, I doubt they were the very first to do it, but they were the first one I ever had. And um, the for, ever since I had the first one, I'm obsessed with them, and I get them every time I see them. Real strange. I don't want to say thick because it's like off-putting, but it is thick. It was actually, you know, well, the the the, the consistency was thicker, so it wasn't really as thick as a smoothie. Right. But it it had a had a nice consistency to it. I'm not a fan of coconut, so when I tried it, I wasn't crazy about it. Sure. But if they would have one without, I would absolutely drink it. Uh, the other flavors mm-hmm. with the uh, uh, the fruit flavor in it and the hops was fabulous. I just yeah. don't like coconut. Fair enough. Well, I love coconut. <laughs> and I was really put off by the appearance of it initially because oh, it sure, made me it like- think of uh, the Orange Julius Drinks you used to That's get at the mall. That's what I was thinking of. That's what I kind of looked joyous. like. Like from the mall? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember mall. the SNL skit? No, I won't get into that. I'm Sylvester Stallone and the Cup of Nails, but... Yeah. Okay, that, but that's tight. <laughs> I had a Sibilaries, and I was blown away. Then so I don't drink seltzers. I don't care for seltzers, but I loved this smoothie seltzer. Yes. Um, I feel like calling it a seltzer is... Weird. I, yeah, I would. There's nothing seltzery about it, but I guess you can't really call it a beer. Yeah, there was no because it um, wasn't. It didn't have the carbon same carbonation as a beer does. Sure, but yet seltzer actually has similar carbonation to a beer, just different, a little bit different as far as like how it fizzes. Sure, but sure. that to me. Wasn't I don't know. Really, I, I had a lot of bubble action well, on the yes, top of mine. It wasn't when I really the seltzer type bubble. I don't know what because that wasn't like carbonation bubble really though. It was some other weird thick, yeah. creamy kind carb- of bubble. They it were was weird. carbonation, but I think what they're using is maybe like a nitro. In that it. makes sense. So you get a, a creamier, sure, a creamier taste and a creamier type of bubble. It was sure. delicious, so and I, don't I be afraid to step outside your comfort zone and try something different. I think that's a, a very yeah. good point, because I was the same way, because Larry loves his seltzers, and I just do not. Yeah, love, but love we talked about that one at Biking Ours and Ales, the Bloody Mary seltzer, and I tried that, and you think you're drinking a Bloody Mary. It's that It's good. wild. It's so wild. And it just comes out mm-hmm. of a tap, and it's red, and it tastes like a Bloody Mary with all the fixings. And I, I really enjoyed your guys' drinks there as well. Cool. What was your beer? Now, well, hold on. I got a follow-up question to you. Did you have the same beer throughout the night, or did you have oh, another Oh, no. One? I got a second beer. I forgot. Second, I got a, yeah. a Revolution Freedom Lemonade, I yes. think. Yeah. Which is just like a lemonade sour. It's a like lemonade, a, yeah, a lemonade sour IPA. It's just real mellow, like hanging outside in the summertime all day long type of beer. Like you drink this on a pontoon yeah. type of thing. I enjoyed that one as well. Oh, the clock's going off. Nice. <laughs> it's awesome. Now, we know that I, I'm not a big drinker, and I usually don't have 
quite a few drinks. I you had two beers tonight. I did have two <laughs> beers tonight. I was this is your third beer tonight. <laughs> yeah, the, right? yeah, exactly. Um, I really enjoyed the beer that I picked. It was a peach crumble treat. It's a sour from Prairie Brewing, and they're out of Oklahoma. And I love the way that it was presented in that tall, skinny flute glass. Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically a tall, a very tall pilsner glass. Yeah, there. that's what this is, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, you have one similar, but that one's only like a twelve ounce. Sure. Yeah, and they were perfectly chilled, and mm-hmm. it was chilled glasses. Yeah, it was just perfect for me. And like you said, I went back and I had a second one. I yeah, you I, did it, mention it's going to be like one of your favorites. It, it, we should find out who sells that and get some. Yeah, it might be one of my new favorite beers. It was good. It was very different. Yeah, and I know you were disappointed when we sat down and you only saw beer and wine. Not well, necessarily because it's, it's hard to get a three-way license. It's super hard to get a three-way license, because especially in downtown Valpo. Yeah. It's there's not many left. I don't if there is, uh, yeah, even is any left because each city or town usually has X number right. of whether it be beer and wine license or beer and wine and hard liquor license. Once those are out, people hold on to those like cra- oh, like yeah, like gold it. because. Yeah. You can go and sell it to another restaurant for a, a lot of money. amount of money. But I saw like a place like that with that type of interior and that type of branding, I would assume would have like a super cool like craft gin cocktail that they did or something. Right. Like it just seems like that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was looking forward to that. And they have like one cocktail on their menu. And it's like vermouth based. And I was like, oh, blow it out your ass. I don't want that. <laughs> but their beer spread and their wine spread was awesome. So it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah, it was. So now we move on to the apps. And we couldn't decide. Ooh, so yeah. we just, huh? I'm just pulling up the menu. We decided to go with two apps. I'm glad you took a picture. Oh, and yeah, I always do. Do you have. Yeah, which, uh, which one do you want to hear about first? Well, why don't you do the one that you picked? I picked the pork belly, which um, it's pork belly and some kimchi and some Korean barbecue situations going on. Super pretty in a, a bowl. One, probably, I think, the prettiest thing I saw on the table all night, honestly. What? The pork belly. <laughs> Actually, I thought the tart was. Were we at the, the same looking. table? <laughs> Out of all the things that came to our table, you're going to pick that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just surprised you it's, said that. It's right beautiful. Now. Um, it was like a, a, like a kind of a small cube of pork belly, but there was a little pile of some decently spicy kimchi next to it, some microgreens in there. A lot of flavor, a lot of heat. I absolutely loved it. I loved it very much. I like the kimchi better than the pork belly, to be honest. That's for that kimchi. I, I was like the awesome. yeah. It kicked your taste you buds. It kicked your taste buds. <laughs> that was delicious. Okay. <laughs> I really don't have a comment. It's not an appetizer that I would have picked, mm-hmm. and I, I, I didn't. Really care for it, like you're just because of my palate. But we're at the same table. <laughs> well, there was a lot of beautiful things that came out, and for, true for you to pick that, I was just—that's it was beautiful. The pork belly was good. I mean, it was some of the the better pork bellies that I've had. Sometimes they're overcooked and really sure. dry, and sometimes they're really fatty. True. And this one was kind of in the middle. I mean, uh, it was it was very juicy. Oh, it was very And the uh, uh, Asian sauce that was with it was good. But I did like the kimchi better than the pork belly itself. It had a great spice to it. 
it, it didn't hit you up front. It was like after you ate it, you just mm-hmm. got it on the back of your throat and back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was an interesting level of heat, but it was really good. I was a big fan of it. Yeah. And do you have the information on the other appetizer we got? Um, the tomato burrata tart was visually the most beautiful thing I thought on the table. I agree. I, I took a couple pictures of it. And it had... Um, I have the, the description on the menu if you want to read it sure. out. Sure. Um, cherry tomatoes, oyster mushrooms, honey pesto, uh, fresh herbs, and uh, burrata cheese. The crust was amazing. The crust was covered in sugar. And that was awesome. Yeah, yes. that I was liked the it. one thing I didn't care for. I thought it was cool. I think I had a I little think, too much sugar on the crust, but it was good. I think to say covered in sugar is a stretch. I thought it was good. I thought it was very good. Um, I, I thought the insides needed more uh, seasoning or something. But the cheese and the vegetables and that type were, were all good inside. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. I wanted more garlic or more... Mm-hmm. Oh, basil or, or something it, it was, to make it I, I can see that. I, I, Basil I that. as hell. Because it had a lot of that cheese on there, and sure, I think yeah, it, it needed something to though. counteract that. But it was a delicious and beautiful appetizer. It was beautiful. And neither of you gentlemen like mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Larry does I don't like mushrooms. And but you ate the I hell ate out my of the part of that, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, there, there, you know, there's mushrooms in here. And I was done. I'm like, oh, I didn't either. <laughs> and I ate them. So, cool. Maybe I like oyster mushrooms. It was very good. Yeah. Doubt it. But, but to get back there. to the choices that we had, I would have liked to try all of those appetizers, except for the mussels. I'm not a muscle guy. I but wanted to. It took us a while to settle on y- appetizers. Yeah. They made them sound so good. All of them. So good. Yes. So then we move on to salad and soup, and they didn't offer soups here, so we decided to split two salads. Yes. And I have the information on the pear salad. I have the information on the other one. Okay, great. Um, So the pear salad had caramelized pears, almonds, goat cheese, arugula, spinach with a champagne vinaigrette, and fancy greens. Fancy. It was very, it was fancy, greens. very fancy greens. This salad was bonkers. It was so good with that champagne vinaigrette, acting mm. with that goat cheese. Uh, I originally asked if we could share this salad between f- the four of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to share it at all. That's how good I thought the salad was. After I was done with it, I kept thinking how awesome that salad would be with smoked turkey on it. Oh. Anything. Yeah, you could add any protein to it, and it would have been great. Probably shrimp. Yeah, grilled shrimp would be good. Yeah. Shrimp, big piece of salmon. So I'll let you talk about the other one. Oh, well, the other one was, what was it? It was the grilled romaine. Yeah, um, marinated cherry tomatoes, a big Parmesan crisp, avocado, uh, and a bacon uh, bacon lemon vinaigrette with a big bunch of grilled romaine lettuce. And it was like... Warm, not as charred as I would have wanted it, but it's still really cool. It was a really neat thing, not super common. I liked it. It was good. We make a grilled romaine salad ourselves here at our house. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite as fancy as this one. Not as fancy, but I thought I think ours is a little bit better. I mean, the vinaigrette that they have with that one was great, but like Larry said. It needed to be charred more. It seemed like it barely had any char at all. Right. Where we 
with the olive oil and stuff that we put on it, it gets a fabulous char and gets a nice smoky flavor mm-hmm. on top of that. And but yeah, I mean, it was it was good, but I think ours is a little bit better in a way. I mean, like I said, it's not as fancy. But, but anybody can make a grilled romaine salad at home, yes. even if it's not on the grill. If you've got a, um, like a grill pan indoors. Sure. Yeah, give it a try. Yeah. It just takes it to the next level. And that Parmesan crisp was oh, really, really good, was. too. That was so delicious. That's my favorite thing in the salad. I liked how all of us passed it by until it got around to you. And you are like, did anyone take any of this? Um, Larry took, actually took the first I piece. took some of that. Um the I was the first person to take some of that, and piece. I for sure snipped a corner off yeah. that with my fork. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, I wasn't letting that get away. It's Parmesan crisp. Yeah, it was really good. Absolutely. So now we go on to entrees, and All right. who wants to start that part? Out I'll go care? first. Oh, cool. Ladies first. Um, it was difficult to choose something off the menu. Yeah, that's true. Um, their we, specials, we talked about this for like half an hour. Their specials <laughs> sounded really wonderful, um, but ultimately I chose uh, the carbonara dish. Um, they did their uh, house-made teglatelli. And the presentation, when it came out, it was gorgeous. It was a gorgeous plate, perfect portion. And right on the top it had um, a dark orange egg yolk sitting right on top of the pasta. Um, and I wasn't exactly sure how to do it, so I just broke the yolk and kind of tossed it in with the yeah, pasta. I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Though. So the presentation was fabulous. I would give the dish a 10 for presentation. But to be yet. Well, but to be honest, I thought it was lacking in flavor. I thought the pasta could have been cooked just a little bit more. And it just needed maybe some more seasoning. It was I, I just total, a little bland. Yeah, I totally agree with you on the presentation. When they all came out, I'm, I'm look. You know, I'm, you're always curious what everyone else got at the table, and my eyes were drawn to yours. It was visually pleasing. And then after we all tasted each other's, I have to agree with you. You, it needed some some type of. Uh, some type of flavor to amp it up a little bit, maybe more garlic or or something. I don't know, but yeah, I I have that same opinion of your dish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we do you have anything else to add before I no, move on? No. Okay. Okay. So then we move on to mine, and I I also had a hard time picking, and I settled on the fried rice risotto, and it had chicken and peas, garlic green onions, carrot, and in the middle of that was a uh, egg soaked in soy sauce. That egg <laughs> it was, really was good. everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wendy and uh, Leroy loved the egg. And it looked pretty, but, you know, I don't It like looked eggs. weird. It's brown and slimy. Like... <laughs> well, you kind of thought that maybe it was a duck egg, but then I remember it was... No, it was just soy in you, so the egg white yeah, turned to be like this weird... Slimy tan. Yeah. Yeah. My dish was really good. Um, it had great flavor. There was plenty of it. Um, I, yeah. I I couldn't have asked for better. I was kind of disappointed when I saw all the liquid in the bottom because usually, you know, uh, risotto, that's a hard thing to cook. It, has, it could either be too dry or too wet. And I thought it was going to be too wet, but when I tasted that broth or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, I wanted more of it. It was really tasty. 
Cool. Yeah. I did try it. It was awesome. I tried yours too, and I also thought it was awesome. So. <laughs> What'd I, you have? I had the seared scalps with broccolini and a little bit of, of, of a cream sauce. I'm not sure exactly what was in the cream sauce. And then I also had your, you know, just your button or whatever type of mushrooms those are called. Uh, yeah. the little the little mushrooms. Yeah, the button mushrooms. Yeah, you know, uh, what I'm but the cream about. sauce was fabulous. The scallops, they were larger than a quarter. They were probably about the size of a fifty cent piece. They were substantial. And yeah, they were. They were very good. Uh, they were cooked to me to perfection because you didn't even have to use a knife or anything to cut. They weren't rubbery. Where sometimes scallops get overcooked. These were fabulous. I mean, you just take your fork and just go straight through it with no problem. You at could all. have blew on these scallops yeah. and it would have fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they were delicious. The cream sauce, like I said, I'm not sure exactly what was in it, but it had a fabulous flavor. It would be great over like type of a, a, a sea bass or something like that. I love sea bass. And you don't see it out a lot. No. So every time I see it, I'm like, oh, I should get that. I end up not getting it, but <laughs> I do love it. I want some sea bass soon. That'd be cool. Anyway, I got a seafood risotto. Ah, risotto. Blah, 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 which I guess is kind of a combination of your dish and Leroy's dish in a mm-hmm. way. Yeah. But um, let's see. What does this menu say? Uh, scallop, shrimp, broccolini, romano, and uh, seafood stock with some risotto. Um, same thing with the scallops. They were huge. They were super, super melty and light. They were... Absolutely the best scallops I've ever had. The risotto itself was delicious. I have absolutely no complaints with this. There was some some microgreens and stuff sprinkled on top to make it look pretty and give it that that look. It was great. It was- I enjoyed the sauce that your risotto was in. It had a good flavor mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, I think that's just that seafood stock, which I think they just take like the seafood into like a, a cream based type of scenario and use that as a seafood stock. <laughs> There's a cat on the table just hanging out, rubbing its face on my MacBook. <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's that's what I got. I had seafood risotto, and it was delicious. So what's next? So then, uh, as we talked about, we didn't have any sides. They were kind of all in- included in our meals or whatever. So then we move on to what I think might be the best part was the desserts. Oh, absolutely. I forgot about this. And I don't know how, because this was an hour ago. And it was absolutely amazing. Every dessert we had. We also ordered the entire dessert menu. No, not entire. Uh, no. Because right. we did not oh, get my the God. ice cream uh, sandwich. There was an ice cream sandwich on the special board. He didn't pitch it to us. And I think you were either talking to somebody or you were gone maybe to the bathroom or something. Um, And I heard the server telling the table next to us about the ice cream sandwich. And I was like, what? I wasn't told. I, uh, you didn't mention it. I didn't think you had it. And what type was it? It was like a churro? You had a, There was a couple. Like You can like, yeah. mix and match these all house-made ice cream sandwiches. And I, I wanted that. Why didn't you tell me? We would have got those, too. We would have oh, had everything. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I didn't try the ice cream sandwiches. But the, all the other desserts we had were phenomenal. We had one of everything. <laughs> we did. I... I knew I was going to pick the pot de creme, and we learned that that was uh, French for pot of custard. Um, 
I was wondering how this would be different from creme brulee, and mm-hmm. it was quite different from Very creme different. brulee. Very different. Yeah. Uh, it was a chocolate hazelnut with uh, whipped cream topping on the top. And it was thicker, almost like a very thick mousse. Oh, yeah, almost like a mousse or a ganache. Well, not quite a ganache, but yeah, a thick mousse. A thick mousse is a really good way yes, to put that. Yes, Nice. Yeah. It was, it was really, really good. It was delicious. And then, does someone want to take one of the other? Well, he brought out um, on the house, I think, for us, those little four little beignets on yeah, the side. Yeah, he just brought out some these little cinnamon beignets, yeah. which That's were, exactly right. they were tossed in a cinnamon sugar, but I'm pretty sure like the cinnamon to sugar ratio was like more, more, more cinnamon than yeah, sugar. Yeah, They weren't horribly yes. sweet, but they had yeah. a lot of like that cinnamon yeah. bite to them, and they were awesome. They were very good. They were very good. So yeah, thanks for those beignets, man. That was cool. Two bite beignets. Appreciate you. That's awesome. <laughs> um, we got a warm cookie Sunday, which was um basically like a, a round smashed brownie cookie type of thing with a scoop of uh, house made ice cream on it, and it looked like a piece of country fried steak covered in gravy. <laughs> it did. It did. And uh, <laughs> on the side there was some Grand Marnier soaked cherries. Um. All three of the things on that plate were some of the best things I've eaten in months. This was the best thing I've eaten on the show. It was hands really? down. Wow. On every episode of this show? Yes. Wow. That's, wow. Yeah, that's high praise. That's it, bold as hell. It is. I wanted to go back for more and more and more. I had to restrain myself so you guys could have some. Um, it was fantastic. The cookie was just... Uh, it was it was to die. For. Oh, I, I agree. I could I could eat four or five of those cookies. Yeah, it, and it was it was a good size portion too. I mean, that's definitely a shareable dessert. Yeah, but I don't want to share it. And and then you know, in the bar, when you see the that uh, jar of maraschino cherries soaking in the vodka, I love maraschino cherries. When love I saw, when I saw <laughs> when I saw the Grand Marnier cherries, that's what, that's what you kinda, were thinking. That's what I kind of envisioned in my head. I mean, see, not me, but I mean, but, but it was a lot tastier than yes. those are. Well, <laughs> you have different maraschino cherries. Yeah, true. some of the ones I have in our fridge are actually soaked in bourbon. Yeah. And the I've ones that before. the ones that are in like say vodka and stuff, I'm not a fan. Of. Yeah. I mean they're they're kind of plain, yeah. kind of bland. Sure, it's just it's just maraschino cherries that burn. Right. Yeah. But the ones that they had on the plate, you had a little bit of that orange liqueur flavor, mm-hmm. but you still had the cherry flavor itself. It was tart and citrusy. Yes. And it was boozy, but the. Booze level wasn't it remotely aggressive. It didn't overwhelm it. At you st- all. Like I said, you still had the cherry fruit. A lot fruit. of booze soaked fruit just tastes it's just booze with texture. It yes. almost reminded me of something that you put in fruit cake. It you know, that, in a way that yeah. texture I, 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 I like agree, yeah. candy. I've never or, had fruit cake. You've never had fruit cake? No, but do you remember when we were at Tomato Bar not that long ago and I got that fruit cake IPA? Yeah. Or it might have been a sour? It was incredible. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there's that. That's neither here nor there. But I had a fruitcake beer once, and it was awesome. Couldn't tell you anything about it. And then to end the dessert, we they make their own ice cream as well. All their desserts, all their desserts are made in-house, so respect for that. That is yeah. huge. Nobody does that. Right. That is I was awesome. really hoping they would have had the 
bread pudding that was on their website. Yes. But well, well, I, believe I understand some of them. Special board, too. I think yeah. we might have been able to get that. But that's yeah, <laughs> No, but good. also, no, it wasn't listed. When you, uh, not special no. board? Not, when not you work at a, a restaurant like that, especially you when. You got to change it up. It's not a big location or necessarily a huge operation, and you run something special and cool, right. it's going to sell out. Right. And then that's that. Like, what you know, like, oh, sorry, we don't have it. It's a, mm-hmm. And I get it. I totally get it. That's oh, the real too. thing that happens. You go and make a big ba- uh, a batch of something, it sells out. You go and try something, you know, do a couple rotations yeah. of something new and see what people like. Then, you know, you bring something back every so often and, you know, exactly. keep on trying some new stuff. Rotating things on menus are always fun and it keeps your brand fresh and exciting. Keeps people coming back. Right. Absolutely. So they offered five different flavors of ice cream, homemade ice cream tonight. House-made ice cream. House-made. That's so cool. And uh, for your uh, serving, you get to pick four different ones. So we decided to go with two flights and get all the flavors and double up on some. They had The flavors tonight were rum chata, espresso, coconut, lemon, and chocolate hazelnut. Actually, it was lemon curd. It was lemon oh, curd. Oh, lemon curd. It was yes. toasted coconut, if you want to be specific. <laughs> Do we know where the espresso beans came from? Savaza. <laughs> Probably. So the favorite for me... Was it really? <laughs> the favorite for me was the lemon curd. It I was, agree. It was very refreshing and not overly lemony. It was it was nice. Also, it was presented with a sliver of brulee lemon, and it was cool looking. Yes, and but also, your ass took it off for because it's a picture. <laughs> I did, but it tasted good. I, I took a big Sorry. bite of it, <laughs> and it came out with these little baby spoons that you you ate the ice mm-hmm. cream with. And those were really cute as well. The only thing I was disappointed with that was since we got two flights of the ice cream. They gave us four of the espresso. Yeah. I kind of wish they would have gave us, like, say, two of the espresso, two of the lemon curd, and two of one of the others. Yeah. Uh, especially the uh, chocolate hazelnut. They that could have one gave us was eight of the hazelnuts, and I would have been fine. <laughs> that chocolate hazelnut was incredible. That was some of the best ice cream I've had potentially ever. It, it was, was fantastic. Good. But you know what? If you would have had, like, Two full size scoops that would have been so rich. Oh, yeah, super it would have been true. Too much. Yeah, that little tiny, like ceramic ramekin of that was enough. That would have been hard to eat just as a regular scoop of like in a waffle cone. Yes, that have killed you. Yeah, and everything was served in those little cute ramekins mm-hmm. that we talked about. Their uh, their plating and like dishes situation that they use awesome. Yeah, it reminded me very much of being at Proveco in Crown Point. They had the, had similar vessels that they presented. They they have a similar interior vibe to a to a sense. Yeah, the dark wood and the the black this and the wood. browns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what I noticed about the menu? What? Aioli was not listed one time. Ooh, this is like two restaurants in a month that I've <laughs> really I've been to where I did not see the word aioli on your menu once. So I'm like, hey, I, you guys are just. Trying to be different. Good for you. I'm sick of the word aioli. I love aioli. I love it because I'm a fat guy and I love mayonnaise. It's just, <laughs> it is just exhausted mayonnaise that takes a lot of more effort to make. I get it. But God damn it, I'm tired of it. I'm so sick of seeing the word aioli. And 
fucking brioche. <laughs> so sick of everything being on. Oh, it's on toasted brioche. Yeah, you're not special for that. Everybody else does it. Tell us Every- how you really feel, Larry. Right. That's exactly how I feel. Panera <laughs> even does brioche breakfast sandwiches. I mean, every place you go to, like, oh, this burger's on brioche. I'm like, oh, cool. Never had this before. Yeah. But I get it. Brioche is awesome. That's why you do it. Give me a burger on like ciabatta or something weird. Think, think outside the box with your burger. Mm-hmm. Brioche is not outside the box. It is so deep in the center of the box. <laughs> anyway. So is pretzel buns. So God damn it. So are pretzel buns. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brioche is... A good pretzel bun is to die for. Yeah, though, I agree. I good brioche is so to die for. Bad pretzel buns are to die for. I love pretzel buns. It's just... I'm, I'm tired of it. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> So you can get that like Buffalo Wild Wings, man. Like it's not cool. Just rain this in. <laughs> and you talk about brioche and aioli. I'm gonna. Lose I brought it. it up. I'm sorry. It's all right. But I'm not saying I don't absolutely adore those things because I do. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. So then we go on to uh, the other notes part of uh, our program. I have two things written down. The first, I'm going to notice they have a quote on their menu. It said, in quotations, your next memorable meal. I saw that. It's on the upper right-hand corner mm-hmm. of their menu. I'm like, hey, that's clever. And I like mm-hmm. that. And That for alone me, is going to stick in your mind. And for me, it rings true. I mean, Absolutely. I will remember so this be- dinner for a year. Yeah. It, w- it was very special. Uh, I enjoyed the company. I enjoyed the food. I enjoyed the presentation. I enjoyed everything about it. And my the second note that I have is, you know, on this, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that I prefer the Crown Point food scene to the Valpo food scene. And I, I did until tonight. Sorry, carry on. Uh, you're taking the thought out of my oh, okay, mouth. Well, I'm just saying. So we don't got this in Crown Point. I started to think. <laughs> Think differently about my thought when we were at we're at Perea, mm-hmm. and now I'm really starting to think about this. Eska Kitchen deserves to be in that uh, grouping of fine restaurants. Eska Kitchen is the best re- restaurant in Valpo. Absolutely, I've been to anyway. There's a couple that I haven't been to that I want to go to because I'm sure like Bait Shop is probably better than Eska Kitchen, but I've never been there. It um, ranks up there for me. Everything about it was wonderful. And that's all the notes that I have. Anybody else? I got nothing. Before we take I, our little... I do. Yeah. Um, I've gone to many places in Valpo over the years. I used to scuba dive in Valpo, so we would be there for hours and go to the different restaurants and stuff like that. And just seeing the changes in Valpo over the years is is crazy to me. Oh, because sure. there's so many stores and little shops and stuff, and now a lot of those are closed, and now they're restaurants. Uh, but I agree with Greg. Eska was fabulous. Uh, it was. It's probably one of the best restaurants in Valpo that I've had. Um, I have eaten next door to it at Med- Meditrina, uh, which is so bad. Which I think is fabulous. Their 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 food is really good. My wife and Wendy and I have eaten there, what three or four times. And we have never been disappointed with their food. But Eska, their their presentation, their you know, it, it's not like super overfilling plates, but they're not small plates either. Right. But just eating the seared scallops was phenomenal. 
And yeah. I would gladly try a couple a couple of the other things that are on the menu later on. I look forward to trying their lunch menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the some of the sandwiches yeah. that they had listed. When you have incredible, like, just a good sandwich at lunchtime, it's gonna make the rest of your day just. You're gonna feel awesome the rest of the day. And I wouldn't imagine that their sandwiches for lunch are not spectacular. Yeah. I have to go try one. I have yeah. to. Yeah. And it's just not burgers. I mean, everywhere's got burgers. They and have they, burger have, they have one I'm burger. Super interested in trying the they burger. They have now. one burger on their menu. Mm-hmm. But then, like one of the Italian sandwiches, has like prosciutto and uh, other salamis and stuff like that on it, which sounds incredible. Yeah. Just knowing what they're capable of and how much like creativity and passion comes out of that back of house, I have to try that burger. Yeah. I have to. I bet it's fantastic. Now, I'm not sure if we talked about this on air. We've talked about it a couple times between you and me, Wendy, but did we ever mention what ESCA means on air? I don't no, think we have. You didn't. Uh, you just <laughs> talked about what the... Uh... The ESCA, ESCA means tasty bits of food in Latin. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've had that written down and never got around to That's okay. sharing that happen. info. That's cool, though. So this is the point of our show where we take a small break and... Go to the bathroom, regroup, train our minds for how we're going to evaluate it, and we will catch you on the flip side. All right, we are back. I'm having uh, some of these cookies that my mom made, and they are fantastic. And she presented them on a wood platter <laughs> like we just had at Aska Kitchen. Um, Leroy's cookies are better. <laughs> Even though this is... Jacques Torres, mm-hmm. who's Jacques. really that's famous. A, that's French as hell. He's really famous <laughs> for his different chocolates out in what, New York? Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. okay. Well, New York. New York. Is in New York. Brooklyn, New York. York. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's really famous for all of his chocolate treats and desserts and pastries and everything else. Very cool. Now we move on to the scoring part of our show. I have to take out my calculator because I'm <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I never say you're stupid. Never, ever have I, I said used that. a calculator as well. <laughs> I mean, really? Yes. Why make your brain do math if you don't have to? You know? <laughs> Remember when you were a kid and the teacher's like, you're not going to have a calculator with it the rest of your life? I'm like, yeah, well, look how that turned out. I sure do. <laughs> so now here are the scores for Eska Kitchen and Company in Valparaiso, Indiana. As first, we always start off with ambiance, setting, and mood. For me, I'm giving them a four and a half. Uh, it was a beautiful place, very inviting place I want to go back to. I enjoyed the small dining area out front. The music was a bit loud at times for me and not really my style, but style. Like Bobby Brady. <laughs> Other than that, uh, everything was perfect, and I gave them a four and a half. You all right? Do you need a water? Yeah. I just got some of that cookie down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with everything Greg said. I, too, gave them a four and a half. Thought it was very cozy. And the comments about the music being a little loud, maybe because when we first got there at 4.30, we were the only people in the restaurant. So it seemed like it kind of reverberated or echoed sure. through. So I oh, think sure. once they ha- they were full, it was... And they filled up quick. They did. They filled up Good for them. Quick. I was excited yeah, to see that. Very happy. I think I counted 28 people total between the tables and Which everything. doesn't sound like a lot, but, but it is it seats, not a big it place. It seats 32 from, from what I saw. But there is also... 
two people sitting outside. So roughly 30 sure. people, but, yeah. you know, between outside and inside. On a drizzly inside. evening. On a drizzly, yeah, because it was, I had a light drizzle outside. Mm-hmm. So um, seemingly doing pretty yeah. good. But They've between only... inside and outside, it holds about 36, 38 people. And we I don't think we mentioned this either. They've only been open for 15 weeks. So that's so, very, very, yeah. new, very new place. So it, yeah, it, it seems that they've gotten the opening jitters out and everything's running smoothly. And very they cool. were well staffed. And so. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in this regard, um, I, lo- I love the brick. I love like the. I don't want to say that I love the wood because I always shit on the old wood at a restaurant. It was, it was different, but this was wood, like though. beautiful, like actual old wood. I love that um, that honeycomb like tile on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the color palette of their menu. I love the like the old stencil painted numbers on the table. Um, I love absolutely everything about it. I always like an open concept kitchen. Um, I couldn't find anything negative about the inside of that place, and I went five. Nice. I gave it a four and a half. I, I pretty much agree with everybody else. Um, I like the open kitchen where you can see in there for what they're doing and as they're plating up the food. And I do got to agree with the music at the beginning. It was, it did appear to be loud. And like I said, maybe because it was empty. And they, well, not really empty. There's only a few of us in there, so maybe the music just kind of bounced around off the walls more than it did later on with people filling up. So yeah, I, I gave it a four and a half. Cool, very good. So then we move on to value, and we'll let Wendy start first. Um, we consumed a lot between beverages have. and appetizers and salads and entrees and desserts. Um, I just glanced a little bit at the bill, um, but I'm going to say 4.8 for value. 0.8, getting specific as hell. <laughs> Could tell who your mom is. I You've go, done I that. Go, you have done that I on go, the show. Have I? You have. <laughs> I don't know if I have. It's also, it's all been documented, so this could blow up in my face. I'm not going to go back and check. I don't care enough. I thought it was a wonderful dining experience. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And for the value. I do too. I think it I, was there. I don't think the typical uh, diner would go out and eat as much as we do. But when we go out, a lot of times we won't even eat all the food. We'll just take bites of it just so we have an experience to relay to the listeners. So, But we ate all the food. <laughs> we, didn't bring, we didn't bring anything. No, there was nothing left. <laughs> nothing. We ate everything. And I'm not a big ice cream fan, and I was going at the ice cream pretty hard. So, Larry, we're up to you for value. The menu isn't necessarily cheap by any means, but also it shouldn't be. The food is of a decently high caliber there's a lot of creativity there you can tell they really care about what they put out they put a lot of thought and passion into this menu and it absolutely is very like it's clear and obvious to tell i'm going five again here i'm giving out fives like it's nothing but willy-nilly with the fives i'm not that willy-nilly with fives i'm willy-nilly with four and a halfs all the time but i'm giving them another five i was really impressed with all the house-made pastas that they offered i was too Yeah. yeah They make all their ice cream and desserts there. That's huge. That's that, so cool. That is huge. 
to make your own desserts. Yes, I agree. Yes. I gave it a four and a half. Um, I thought all the food was really good. Um, the salads, I mean, yes, they were, they were good salads. But, I mean, as far as the price on those, you know, they're, they're a little little more, but a lot of nicer restaurants. I mean, you're, you you kind of see that and kind of expect that at times. But everything else I thought was incredible for for what you get. And like I said, it wasn't, yes. it wasn't small plates, but it wasn't a super large plate either the where you're going to eat your main entree right. and just be stuffed and want to be rolled out of there. It was just a super appropriate it was. amount. It was an appropriate amount. Yeah. Love that. What's the next category? Uh, well, I haven't given my score yet. Oh, well, I don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I ended up, I gave them a four. Um, I don't think the value is going to be there for everyone. Sure, uh, sure. It's going to be there for your fine diner, people that enjoy food, people that enjoy going out and experiencing different things. Sure. The value will be there for yeah. them. If you eat to survive and you don't eat for like the enjoyment of it, probably not for you. Right. right. I don't think. But also, gonna... if you eat to survive, you're a crazy person. Right. Well, I just enjoy don't... life a little bit. Yeah. Eat something cool. I, I don't think you'll appreciate the prices and the servings if you're on that train of thought. So that's why I gave them a four. Respect. So, so then we move on to service, and Larry, this is your time to start. All right. Um, when we got there. We were greeted by Ryan. He's the owner of the joint. He was super nice. He was very friendly. He wasn't overbearing or intense or like try to be like real chummy and hang out with you, which sometimes not a fan of that when a server does that. Um, They got the plates out of there quick. The food came out in a super timely manner. We never were really like wondering like, when's this coming? When's this coming? But we also weren't still eating something by the time something else came out. Like, we were finished with it. They cleared the plates, and then moments later, they brought out the next thing. I don't know if that was, like, they're just really good at timing how things go, or it was just all happenstance. Either way, it was awesome. Um, I have absolutely nothing negative to say about the service at all. I, I, I looked, couldn't find anything, so I'm giving them another five. <clears throat> I gave him a five as well. Uh, this, like Larry said, the service was incredible. The owner coming up to the table at at first, I did not know he was the owner until Larry and Greg said so later on. So I thought maybe he might have been like, say, you know, manager or something like that. And but the information he had, what he talked about with the different uh, appetizers, the salads, the entrees was fabulous he he really knows what he's doing and knows what he wants to put out for the for the uh uh, people eating there and he told us you know straight away that you know i'm training a newer newer server which she was she seemed very attentive she was watching everything he was doing and and you know seemed like she was very interested uh like larry said with a took away our plates moments after we you know i'd say you know three to five minutes after we finished Mm -hmm. so it was a timely fashion totally then when they brought the new stuff or or brought you know refilled our bottle of water 
um, it wasn't just sitting there empty for like say twenty minutes. It, you know, they came up and asked, you know, you they want more water? Our, our bottle of water refill. like three times. I yeah, think. I think three times. Awesome. Uh, came and took away our empty beers, uh, asked if we wanted more. But he was very attentive. Very. And also watching the other server once they started getting busy. He seemed very attentive as well, just watching him move around to the different tables and talk with the uh, people eating and and. He seemed, you know, very much uh, aware of what he was doing as well. And he was, for being an owner, he was working. Like, yes. they have the open concept kitchens. So you can kind of see what's going on. He's, like, getting wine out of the cooler and he's doing stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he dude, was for being everywhere. a restaurant owner, like, he's, like, a employee. He yeah. just didn't awesome. come to the table at the end of the meal to say, how was your dinner? No, he was he hands on. Dinner he was I also, on. he always asked, how were the flavors? Yep. Yeah. I, yes. That's cool. I like that. It was, it's just a little subtle thing, but it's not like, oh, how's your food? Like that's Exactly. So- it wasn't like, oh, did you enjoy it? It was like, how's the flavors? That's and, yeah. a super cool, specific thing. I, I really liked that. The first time he asked it, I'm like, oh, oh, cool. Yeah. I, that's neat. I totally agree with what everyone has said a thousand percent, Larry. Uh, and okay. I, <laughs> I thought the service was excellent, and I give them a five. All right. I did a 4.5 only because I'm dinging them on the ice cream sandwich situation. Yes, that's, oh, that is the shoot, one I thing. That's, I forgot. I but can't I'm, forget about You know, that. that's yeah. a petty thing, really. Oh, yeah. I would do but, a 4.9 then. <laughs> five. But yeah. Yeah. 4.75. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's somehow pettier. <laughs> I don't know how. That more specific of a number, it seems more petty than the five. Four point five. I'm gonna stick with four point five. Okay. okay, and we move on to presentation, and this time it's Leroy's turn to go first. Presentation I thought was great on, especially the 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 salads, how they had those uh, plated. It's it's kind of hard to describe how they had the pear salad the arugula and the other greens that was in was almost in the shape of a log i guess you could say and then the pear was on top of it then you had some of the other stuff with the vinaigrette um the romaine was was plated nice i mean but it wasn't like as good as the pear salad was sure and with the uh the tart that was at the beginning the the appetizer that just looked incredible. I mean, that was something you would expect in like a fine like pastry shop or something like that. Right, um, right. My my dish for the seared scallops, it looked great. It could have used a little bit of like say potato or something like that. Because there wasn't much greens with it. It was mostly the scallops and the sauce. And yeah. like I said, a little bit of the broccolini. But it could have been used a little, like, it could have been like, say, on a bed of rice or some potatoes off to the side or something like sure. that for like a, like a side, because there wasn't a side. Uh, right. Pers- you know, as far as all of our entrees, there weren't any sides with them. So I'm going to give the presentation a 4.5 on that. But the way they looked, they all looked fabulous. Yeah. And the type of plates and bowls and stuff they use looked great. So, yeah, that that's my only ding on it as far as the presentation. Could have had like a little side or something like that. So, I don't know if that's 
would be say as for for presentation or like say the value or something like that but i'm going to go with the presentation i think i think everything was beautiful beautifully presented except for that uh korean barbecue and kimchi you're insane <laughs> i'm totally no, during the break I, I was just reviewing my pictures i looked at it again i'm like what are you talking about it's stunning i am totally saying that for comedy value <laughs> it's not even that funny <laughs> it's a little bit funny, it's not that funny. <laughs> but everything was gorgeous and pre- presented on these uh out of the ordinary bowls and plates and and that type of thing and we go back to those little ice cream spoons so yeah presentation for me is a five for me right as on. well i did a five yeah yeah beautiful all right and then we move on to the biggie and this one is i didn't get my presentation okay. score oh. <laughs> what 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 what's your issue why are you looking at me like please that? chime in then five and carry what, on what else do you have to say nothing you're in a hurry <laughs> go ahead and then we go on to the biggie we go for quality and taste and this score is out of 10 uh, I I give uh, Eska Kitchen and Valpo a 9 uh, I love the crust on that tomato tart and that fudgy cookie was literally to die for I gave quality and taste for Eska Kitchen a 9.5. Big um, one. Nice. The tart crust with the scalloped edge, it was phenomenal. My favorite thing I ate the whole night was the soy egg on Greg's um, fried rice. The color was a little off-putting, but the flavor and the jammy inside of the yolk to be oh, clear, the gosh. egg wasn't a... It looked like a hard-boiled egg when you first look at it. But once you cut into it, it was... What would they call it? A... I'm trying to think how they call that. Not a hard-boiled I egg, just say but it's, a it's soft... No, there's there's a name it's for like it. It's like a soft-boiled egg, kind of like how you would get... Poached? Ooh, no, it's not, not poached. poached. The the yolk was more than it would be for poached, but it's not solid. It's not so fully set. A, so, it's not fully yeah. set. It's like medium boiled. Is that a thing? I guess soft boiled. I guess because yeah. the it was like the, the white the white part the the outer part was solid, mm. but the yolk was more gooey or creamy. Sure. Yeah. Jammy. Jammy. Yeah, I guess that's that's a good the good soy egg was everything. But it was good, yeah. It was everything. And I would have probably given them a 10 for quality and taste if my carbonara would have been just a little bit more flavorful. I mean half a point but from perfect is not bad. It, no. It's not. not no. no. Um first time ever, I'm giving them a 10 for this. So they got a straight perfect score. I've never given out a a hundred percent perfect score before. And they got one for me from wow. every everything was wonderful, delicious, perfect. Service was good. Presentation was beautiful. Atmosphere is fantastic. This place is the sickest. They got absolutely a perfect score for me. So when I add everything together and I divide it by six, they get a five. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go there yet, but yeah. that's okay. I'm glad you're excited oh, about really? your score. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, well, whatever. You got it perfect for me, so there you go. <laughs> Leroy. For for quality and taste, I gave him a 10. 
Wow. Uh, my scallops. Another perfect score. My scallops, the only thing, they could have been seared just a little bit more, but the flavor of the sauce with those scallops and the uh, um, freshness and also the softness of the scallops were fabulous. They were probably some of the best scallops I've had in a restaurant in a long time. Because like I said, it's easy to overcook scallops and make them be rubbery and hard. True. I've, I've like done juicy it. And... I've, I've actually done it on the grill a couple times on accident. Scallops. I think every time I've made scallops, um, I've But yeah, them. I mean, the, oh, I thought they're very hard was, to cook correctly. They are. They they can be. Yeah, and the fact that we had like, what, like six total scallops on our table that were cooked immaculately exactly, well. yeah. That ain't easy. So no. shout out that back of house staff for doing and, that. That's yeah. impressive. And, and to get... You know, scalps that have that good of a flavor, consistent consistency is is very hard to do. So yeah, I I gave him a ten as far as like say my food and everything. Um, I agree with Wendy as far as her carbonara. It could have been a little bit more flavor to it, but you know, to me that's kind of splitting hair since I didn't actually order that meal itself. Sure, Um, trying everything else, trying the appetizers, the salads, the. Uh, desserts, the ice creams were good. It's, you know, like I said, I don't like coconut, so I didn't really try those too much. But everything else was incredible. So yeah, I gave it a, I gave it a ten. I gave it a solid ten. Not bad. Very good. <clears throat> so then, when I total up all my points, I get twenty seven and a half, and I'm gonna award. I don't have a creme brulee bonus, but I'm giving a bonus point for all the homemade desserts. And um, that gives them a total of 28 and a half for a final score of 4.75. For a Greg score, that's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. It's probably the highest score I've given. Ever? Maybe. Wow. I have to go back and look at Proveco's, but it's it's oh, a pretty yeah. high score for Yeah, me. but I mean, if, if you're next in line to Proveco, you're doing something right. <laughs> I as well gave them uh, 4.7. Nice. Yeah. I already told you I gave, I gave, I gave him a five. I had my my totals were twenty eight point five, but I did not give him a bonus point for anything. I just gave him the straight up points, wow. and so mine was like Greg. I got a four point seven five for uh, you know final score. That's pretty amazing for four people to be that that close. Yeah. That's close. like overall this is what, like a minus, like as far as like school grading goes. That's a good ass and we score. Each, yeah, I mean some we have some similar tastes. Sure, but we, we also like have stuff. yeah, we also have a quite a bit different taste as well. It's I mean, absolutely. Larry doesn't like eggs. Nope, he doesn't. You know, doesn't really like mushrooms. He I'm not a now. coconut person. <laughs> um, so yeah, I you don't mean, like avocado either. Are... I always forget that. That's What's so that? crazy that you don't like avocado. It's so yeah, boring. I don't like avocado That's either. Nuts so to me, I mean, and avocado was on one of the salads, and so yeah. well, we appreciate. Our guests coming out. Yeah, uh, this was fun. Well, very, thanks for having us. Thank you. We enjoyed Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Very, very enjoyable. Uh, new restaurant to try. Very wonderful input and insight that you have both given. Uh, also, side note quick. You would think that he has done this a bunch of times because he's very good at it. He was very good. Yeah. He's very chatty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, but like it's... It's very chatty. You sound like you've just you've done this before. It's pretty impressive. It's nice. Yeah, we talk about food at work a lot of times. I mean, we, you know, everybody at work, you know, likes to grill and stuff like that. So we talk about all different kinds of what stuff. What the hell there. else is there to talk about? Exactly. <laughs> food. You know, yeah. Food and beer. I mean, come on. That, that, that's all we talk about is food and beer. 
It's what we do. <laughs> anyway, got anything to close with? Do you got anything to close with, Mom? You want to say anything? I don't. I'm just really happy to be on the podcast. Mm. Um, it was fun. I love listening to it. Thank and you. And being mentioned on it. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like a little local celebrity in my own way. I love it. Cool. But well, yeah, thanks for having me on. Oh, I, I appreciate I like it too. Thank you guys. It was very enjoyable. Definitely fun. We'll, yeah. we'll absolutely do this again. So for now, um, from all of us, thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of Chasey 219. All right. Take her easy, y'all.